Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Tukey's Take Podcast. A day late and a dollar short, or should I say a member short. I am here alongside Mr. Endo Mills and Endo Mills only. Endo, how are you doing? I'm doing is pretty that good. a Twizzler? It is a Twizzler. <laughs> Fair enough. I said, I said, let's get ready. Hold on. Give me a second. We hit record. And I was like, fuck, I need a Twizzler. I was like, I feel like we need to unravel some crazy stuff happening in the world of hockey and in sports video games. There you go. Yeah, we'll be talking about a bunch of different things today. Ads on hockey jerseys, a couple of signings around the league, some NHL 23 news and a bunch of other stuff. But as mentioned, Sin for the win is not here. Cheer the guy up. Subscribe to him on YouTube at Sin for the Win Productions. That's CYNFTW Productions. And I'll tell you why he's not here. And hopefully this audio picks up well enough because it's easier than sending it and adding it in post. Don't know how well you heard that. Let's try it one more time, though. That is the sound that Sin has been dealing with since yesterday afternoon as there is a uh, roof work being done where he lives. And uh, he did not want to <laughs> have you guys listen to that while taking part in this show so he will be back next week again go subscribe to the man and cheer him up as we get into this podcast though don't only don't only focus on sin cheer yourself up and you can do so by uh you know indulging in some of the finest products on the market in terms of grooming of course we're talking about manscapes you can go to manscaped.com you can use the code toogie at checkout to get 20 percent off your order and free shipping and that's code Tuggy, T-O-U-G-I-E, at checkouts. Get the best tools for the job with Manscaped. Again, head to toe, they got you covered. Doesn't matter if it's, uh, you know, again, nose or ear hair. The circular deodorant Zendo still loves to show off. The best in male grooming with Manscaped. Not just for men, though. Keep that in mind. The big thank you to Manscaped, of course, as always, for sponsoring the Tuggy's Take podcast as... You know, I know I was thinking just just now about how long, you know, they've sponsored this show, which has been for over a year now, which is crazy. And then I got to realize, like, yeah, you've been a part of this podcast for like 11 months at this point. Like we are. Yeah, like we're getting to the whole approaching a year. Yeah, Yeah, we're getting there. I can't believe you've tolerated my bullshit and my popcorn eating for this long. I'm, I'm surprised you should deserve an award. I'll ship something to your house. Pure desperation will uh, get you to a lot of different places. Wow, that makes me feel a lot better about myself. (laughs) That makes me feel a lot better. I love (laughs) you, buddy. I know I'm just joking. With that, though, let's get into uh, a a rather brief viewer questions section this time out. Uh, Again, as always, the link to the Discord is in the description on the YouTube and, uh, of course, the audio platform side of things. Go to the viewer questions section. And yeah, ask away. Most of the questions we were going to have for uh, this episode were related to, honestly, I think a lot of the stuff that we're going to cover in our pre, you know, our preseason or you know, before season previews, stuff like that. In terms of like, oh, who's posed for a breakout? Who's not getting talked about enough? And we'll talk about that once we get back towards, uh, you know, actually being there. Which we're getting there. There are some essentially like training camp games that were played today. I think what Detroit and Columbus played today. If I'm not mistaken. Um, so 
it was Columbus and St. Louis and holy crap. Columbus blew the blew the blues like out the building. It was ridiculous. Hockey's back, everybody. We're getting there. Yeah. And it kind of brings up, you know, the fact that what well, we talked about the women's worlds uh, last week and uh, the first question, that's not really a question for broken wheelchair. Uh, wanting to plug the fact that the first women's sledge hockey world championships happened at the end of August as well in Green Bay, Wisconsin, with Team USA defeating Canada to win the gold, while Team World defeated Great Britain to win the bronze. Team World against Great Britain. So it's <laughs> Team World. It's, it's is, that like the, <laughs> is that just like the uh, the World Cup of Hockey's rest of Europe? It reminds me of like way back when they did... um back in like all the old NHL games where it was like North America versus world mm. kind of like way back when team world versus Britain, which I mean, if you think about the history of Britain, oftentimes the world has gone toe to toe against Britain. So wow. It's topical. Perfect. Hooray topical. for British imperialism. God damn it. Uh, canceled. I, <laughs> I was going to say something. I'm going to, I'm going to withdraw it. Please do. Um, our other uh, actual question here comes from, uh, well, it comes from B Major, and it is one of those types of uh, questions, but we added it in. What's one move in the offseason that you guys feel isn't being talked about enough as we get close to the regular season? This can be anything from a trade, a free agent signing, or even a coach and managerial hire. And I'm going to kind of make this a two and one because John Tortorella in the past week or so has already voiced that he has, quote, major concerns about the Flyers locker room. (laughs) And they haven't even started their training camp yet. So I feel like the impending shit show that we're about to see with John Tortorella being the head coach in Philadelphia is not something we're talking about. Because I, unless something changes, am going to go out on a limb and say he doesn't make it to Christmas as the head coach of that team. (laughs) I think that is a CM Punk in an AEW locker room type of scenario um, where he's going to call Ryan Ellis an empty-headed dumb fuck and get fired. So who are the EVPs inside that locker room? Sean Couturier couldn't manage a target. (laughs) Chuck Fletcher couldn't manage a target. Well, no, I guess he'd technically be sitting next to Chuck Fletcher since that's the guy who hired him. Um, Exactly. Yeah, I think that's going to be sorry to uh, any Flyers fans out there, but I think you know this is going to be the circus, I think, of the early stages of the season, and I am 100% here for it. Yeah, I think that would be one, and another one would be for me, uh, slight slight bias because of the whole Maple Leafs, you know, going scorched earth with their goaltending department where basically every goal is gone and now it's essentially you know whoever wants the job can take it because you have two goalies in your system who are really fighting for a spot to play in the end and then two yeah. guys were kind of guaranteed uh also they got rid of steve briere and brought in curtis sanford who had a great mask designs i actually got to meet him the other night uh i had Blues a practice legend. yeah i had a practice um i just had a pickup skate over at the uh maple leaves uh place and um the what is it Fort performance center and i was watching the marley's or marley's or actually some leafs get a practice in before they head out for the uh traverse city tournament and so i was talking to him for a bit and asking for pointers on certain things very nice guy very nice hopefully um he can solve the goaltending issue here in toronto because 
If he can't do it, I really don't know who else can. Who else can? Eli Wilson? I don't know. Student of the game, Endo mm-hmm. Mills. I think is our biggest takeaway from uh, from Major's question. Again, we'll get more viewer questions in next week when Sin is back. But a thank you for those. Let's move into talking about uh, some of the signings that happened because for the most part, we are winding down on the RFAs that are out there. Again, Jason Robertson, still the most notable one who has yet to sign. Uh, but Jordan Cairo with the St. Louis Blues has signed a massive extension. He's on the last year of a deal worth $2.8 million, and he signs the deal that is identical to what Robert Thomas signed for in July, eight years at 8.125. Hefty, but worth it. And one of those deals that as the cap goes up, everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, it's even better. Um, I, I like what the Blues have, have done this offseason for the most part. I mean, at least locking up Thomas and Cairo was, was necessary. Yeah, you got to keep those uh, those strong players uh, who are on there who've basically been kind of, you want to say cornerstones. And uh, especially with the increase of the cap coming up soon, hopefully the players pay off that, like whatever a billion dollars it was or something like that to get the get salary like back up or whatever just mm. i'm ex- i'm excited to see what they're gonna do um i haven't really been following most of like uh the blues and everything with jordan Cairo and thomas i think i should because i you know i'm on a podcast but uh yeah uh we can't watch everybody though yeah we can't big brother sees all we're not not today montreal a couple of uh tidbits there of course you know carrie price is pretty much out of the picture they re-signed goalie Caden mm-hmm. Primo, three-year deal, just under 900k per. So, also talks of them signing Jake Allen long-term. I guess they have faith in those two, which we'll see. I mean, yeah. Jake Allen has uh, done okay. He's done okay. Blues fans not exactly uh, expecting to, you know, not exactly expecting Jake Allen to to be the guy based off of their experiences. But I don't hate Caden Primo staying. But then there's the other move that I'm uncertain of, and I definitely want your opinion. Nick Suzuki was named captain of the team, 31st in history, and the youngest at 23 years old. Do you think they made the right choice in naming a captain now, or would it have been better to you know kind of wait a little bit? Let me see where he's from first, and I can figure it out. London, Ontario. Okay, I was going to say because he's French. Or French background. I mean, he's related to David Suzuki, the um, famous um, ecologist. I can't remember what the exact word is, but like humanitarian, uh, healthy guy. Uh, and here I thought he invented the motorcycle. <laughs> this is my first time ever hearing of David Suzuki. Environmentalist <laughs> David Suzuki. There you go. I'm, gonna, um, uh... I'm not really sure. Like giving him. I think they should have waited it out and figured it out after this season. Um, I mean, he's always been in their plans, I guess, to be like that guy. I mean, you put up consistent numbers. It may literally just be a leadership thing. It may be something that they see internally and they're like, you know what? Maybe he literally is just the guy who can kind of like help write the ship as like the captain. I'm surprised because it wasn't someone who knows French, who's like, French Canadian or someone who has proficiency in French, which has been like a kind of like a thing for a while there. Um, 
And he did say he like he's got a Becherel, which is for people who don't know what a Becherel is. It, I'm obviously butcherizing that in English, but it's basically think of like a dictionary in French, but like it, it's a more advanced. Like it tells you all the verbs, the vowels uh, and stuff like that. And like how to properly speak French, uh, because if you're if you're in France, not France, if you're in uh, Montreal and you don't speak French, you literally have a. You can get by, but you have a rougher time kind of thing. I will say for me, I I like this a lot. You know, whether or not Nick Suzuki turns into that number one franchise leading center for the Habs, we don't know yet. Obviously, the fact mm-hmm. they even got him from uh, from Vegas has worked out tremendously well for them. But if you have anybody on the team right now that you're going to name captain as, you know, a long-term captain, he did just sign that massive extension. So it makes sense that it's him. Uh, and I will say, too, I mean, he's, I think, what is it, like a quarter Japanese? So just the idea that you have a captain uh, for one of the biggest hockey franchises in the world. Yep. You know, young guy of a... Trying, I'm trying to think of the right word here, but a lesser represented, you know, history, a lesser represented culture as the captain of the team. I like it. And I, I don't think they did it for that reason. It just so happens that, hey, he is good enough to to deserve that, you know, spot. So I, I think they hit a home run with that move. Uh, we'll talk about the other thing that they announced uh, when they made him captain. Uh, in a little bit Ooh. when it comes to uh, when it comes to jerseys. Yeah. Uh, the LA Kings made two moves. Michael Anderson, defender, one year, one million, and Sean Dersey, Leafs legend, two years at mm-hmm. 1.7 million. The Kings pretty much set up now in terms of their roster. And I got to be honest, it's looking good. It's looking good. Like, they don't have that much cap space left. But in terms of this team... They added Kevin Fial in the offseason, obviously within the past couple of years, adding Deneau and Arvidsson. Quinton Byfield's only 20 years old. That defense, if Drew Doughty can stay healthy because he had 39 or 31 points in 39 games last year. Mm-hmm. I uh, I think I might be rating the LA Kings pretty highly when we do our Pacific Division preview. All right, I'm just looking at their breakdown right now with rosters and everything. They're going to get into a little bit of cap crunch, like you said. Uh, over the next year or two, they have like just under 500k left. Is there anyone else they need to sign still, or are they just like, well, Nate Thompson's on a PTO right now, so there's that. Uh, the league Bailey, min Austin Nate Wagner. Thompson, but I think they're good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're good. Yeah, I think they're they're set up. No, no complaints from me. They seem to have their stuff set up. I'm mad about the Sean Jersey thing because he's a he's proven to be a like a very like. Decent goal, uh, no, goaltender, yeah, defenseman, and it would have been great too because he's been homegrown talent as well here in Toronto, because uh, he is like from here. So, just not glad to, to see have nice things. Yeah, glad to see a Toronto and make success happen. We had Colorado in the news. Evan Rodriguez signing a one-year, two million dollar per contract. However, Frank Saravalli put it out there that he was offered a three-year, $10.5 million contract at the beginning of free agency, 
that was passed on, which led to him changing agents, kind of like how John Klingberg turned down a $56 million deal and ended up with a one-year $7 million deal in Anaheim. Sometimes you, uh, you know, sometimes you bet on yourself in free agency and sometimes it uh, completely backfires. It makes me think of who was it, Dennis Schroeder in the NBA, who's probably like the most famous example where it's, oh, he's going to get all the money and he got nothing. <laughs> basically. Yeah. yeah. I th- like, was that contract coming from the Penguins itself? Like, hypothetically? Uh, it seems it, like I didn't he... see the report of who had offered him that deal. Right. Yeah, because this just seems like another prospect of Sidney Crosby uh, just kind of like developing a guy and making sure that he gets paid. Meanwhile, Sid only takes 8.7 mil for the next, like, what, four more years or whatever? Whatever's on his, whatever's on his contract. Like, his contract is up in like Crosby's? two years or something like that. But like, I, I looked so. at the analytics, like, like behind, like, um, three more years eight, for, for Sid, by the way. Yeah, and like I don't know. Like he's a good player, but will he be able to produce those same numbers outside of you know Sid and his ways of making every single player he plays with not like god status, but like pr- very good. Mm. And the uh, other bit of news, uh, Tyler Mott signed in Ottawa. I think that's a pretty good signing. But then Tyler mm. Ennis is going to the KHL. Yep. I'm shocked nobody gave him a chance. I don't know what it is. I think some guys just want to go play in the K because they have that money over there. And they just don't want to go <laughs> play in the A because with the A, it's a, lot, it's a very different type of schedule and way you have to live your life because you won't get the same. You won't get anywhere near the same money. You do in the K and you do in the A. I, it, it, it's not going to be that way. Um, but interesting enough, he has signed with that same team that uh, Leaf legend Joshua Hosang has signed with. Although Hosang is out with an injury at the moment. So there's that. Tyler Ennis, former Portland Pirate. Not the only former Portland Pirate we'll talk about today. But I'm going to miss you at the NHL level. In terms of, uh, I guess, like a more regional thing, the World Cup was in the news today. Uh, Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly told ESPN that the tentative plan for the 2024 World Cup of Hockey is to have a mini play-in tournament at the start of the February break to determine which two nations will replace Team Europe and Team North America. R.I.P. Team North America. Um, What is your interest level at all for the idea of them doing the world cup of hockey again, because it really felt like the 2016 tournament was a bit more of just lightning in a bottle with the idea of, yeah, we have this 23 and under team and it has Matthews and McDavid on the same side. Like what, what's your interest level compared to like, just please go to the Olympics already. I'm, I'm, I'm torn on it, honestly, because I think it, it would be good to just have something so that the NHL can make more money so that they can get rid of these goddamn advertisements on their jerseys we're going to get into in a little bit. Uh, like, every every fan over the age of 50 keeps yelling about how you're ruining the sanity of the sport. Uh, but I don't know. I haven't really been, like, that really interested in the whole Hawk, World Cup of Hockey thing. It was great to watch, like, the North American, like, juniors or whatever they called them, uh, just absolutely 
put like the whole tournament on their on its head and still not even make playoffs. Like it was fun mm-hmm. to watch, it was fun to enjoy. But now what are you gonna do with Team Europe and Team North America not in there? Like now another thing is like, are you gonna have Team Russia? Are you going I to I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Which will be its own controversy. I mean, they have two years, two and a half years to hopefully see Russia back the fuck up. And uh, maybe we uh, have things settled down there a little bit. But yeah, that's kind of the big question is this isn't scheduled to take place until February of 2024. So yeah, they they got a little bit of time to see how that plays out. Now, I'll say for me, my only takeaway from this is do you remember who scored the winning goal? The quote unquote gold medal winning goal in that 2016 World Cup? Patrice Bergeron assisted from Sidney Crosby. No. Brad Marchand? It was Brad Marchand, at least as far as I recall, over Team Europe. The lovely golden goal score. That's confirmed, by the way. Brad Marchand with 44 seconds to go in the game. Oh, yeah. I remember that people were going fucking nuts because it was insane. It, that is the only time you will see in the Air Canada Center that it was called before Scotiabank Arena. That's you will scary. see a you will see Toronto fans because let's be real, there's a lot of them there cheering for Brad Marchand. Done. Yeah. Only time. You know it's funny. Do you know who the three goal scorers were in that Canada Europe final? Oh my god! It was. It, they were all Bruins, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> they were all Bruins. Oh my god. Man, think of three Bruins in 2016. You already got one of well, them with Marshan. Okay, yeah. Uh it's probably 2016. No, think it's of not the biggest Kasha. Bruins. No. He, he was a Bruin though. Um, he was. Krejci? No. No. The other wow. big Bruins for years and years. Uh, Chara, fucking Chara and Bergeron were the other two. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Knew it. Bruins dominated that tournament. You'll love to see it. Uh, you mentioned the ads on jerseys, too, and we'll, we'll talk about that now because I hinted at the Canadiens. Uh, with the RBC, the Royal Bank of Canada, being the official sponsor for the Montreal Canadiens. Mm-hmm. And, an, and a logo that has torn the internet asunder. Um... Because as you mentioned, the the sanctity of this of this legendary and historical jersey has been defiled with this logo. Which okay. Is it a hideous logo? Yes. Yes. Is it bullshit that they're doing this? And by they I mean most teams. Shout out to Edmonton for now. You're okay. Not for much longer, yeah. let's be honest. Um but we we knew this was coming, and again, I don't think it'll end up full like German league level of sponsorship. Mm-hmm. I would like to think, and maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm foolish, but I'd like to think it's going to stay very similar to what you see in the big football leagues with, you know, with the Premier League or La Liga, where it's just like the one big primary sponsor. And again, maybe maybe I'm fooling myself. But from an NHL standpoint, you think about how NHL jerseys are organized. There's not as much room for advertisement 
as there is for other situations. Yep. So, look, there the sanctity of the sport was was defiled when they started putting ads on the boards. The sanctity of the sport was defiled when they started putting ads on the ice and doing the 3D graphics and all this shit. Yeah. The sanctity of the sport has been defiled with this, but it's just this is what it's going to be. Like I I I'm not happy about it, but at the same time Pushback I'm not going to start a change.org petition about it and get like 400 signatures and expect change. Right, like, like pushback can work, and we saw that within football uh, with mm-hmm. the European Super League. That was this April, if I'm not mistaken. Oh my god, like the I biggest clubs being like, we're making our own league, and everyone else said, the fuck you are, <laughs> and it worked for now. For now it worked, but are they going to try again? Yes, because... There's money to be made. Mm-hmm. Fuck their like the the powers that be. Their opinion is fuck the sanctity of the sport. Here's my Mr. Krabs impression. I like money. That's what it comes down to. Thank you. <laughs> it's just like I said. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've just given in. But this is happening. This was always the direction in which they were going to go. Yeah. And unfortunately, the argument very soon, if not already, is going to change towards just like, well, I hope the ad itself isn't ugly like Minnesota's. I don't know if you've oh seen what God. Minnesota's logo looks like. Jesus fucking hell. Um, That's easily the worst one so far. Keyword there yeah. being so far. But it's just one of those things where... If there is money to be made, they are going to do it. I don't necessarily think we're screwed as hockey fans until it gets to a soccer style of the ads, the big logo. That I don't think will ever happen. I Mm. think there will be enough pushback from the hockey fandom at large to stop that from happening. And we'll probably keep it limited to the helmet ads and to the the chest ad, which again, like I said, the way the jerseys are set up, you can't really have a second ad there unless you're changing what, like a captaincy letter where that's placed and stuff like that. So I do think they are going to do as much as they can to bring in that extra sponsorship money. But at the same time, I don't think there's this like endless like path of opportunity where NHL uniforms and outright full kits start looking like NASCARs. Yeah. You're not going to have something kind of like where like the second league of like the SHL is like all over it and just everywhere. I think the most you're going to see is like the one patch, but here's the thing that I've, I'm super concerned about Uh, why they haven't like actually contacted these brands and been like, Hey, um, can you whip out a variant of your logo? That's white. Mm. Like RBC has a white logo, um, yeah. like similar to what happened with, uh, with the Toronto Raptors when they got their first branding with the semi financial, they asked yeah. them to do a white logo. They put it on there. Uh, I know there's one for the pens. Uh, they have one that's white as well. There's this like white. And yeah, blue, I was going to say, I wanted to mention Pittsburgh because it was really weird 
on their road jersey this year, they had the blue PPG Paints logo. Mm-hmm. And it looked totally out of place. Yeah, like, it's really easy to make something that also stylizes it proper and, mm-hmm. you know, is representative of still the brand and keeps all the sanctity of the brand. Like, there are some, like, for example, uh, the Toronto Marlies had one before when it was Scotiabank. And... It was like the it was just the red logo of Scotiabank. It was just a flat one color and it looked good. That was one of the examples I showed people ahead of time, like way before there was a the whole conversation was this is what they're going to probably look like. And like what theirs was, it was sewed into the jersey itself. So you wouldn't be able to tell really. Yeah. Instead of it just being like a patch on top of there, like you just asked your grandma to sew it on there, you know, for you because you're too lazy to do it yourself. Uh, that's relatable, by the way. And uh, yeah. I, I don't see a big issue with it as, as long as the money into that is being used to get um, rid of that the, the fee that they owe. Because I remember when they closed off for the lockdown, um, the big issue was, hey, we need to like get rid of this like millions of like, basically a billion dollar of debt we need to pay off before a certain year so that we can get upgrades with a cap and that's being slowed off. And this is probably the league's way of doing that. As well as, yeah, you know, the, adding in reverse retros, adding in different jerseys coming through like they're being smart with it. And I think the the whole logo thing on there, like putting a brand on there, it, it's just being like there's nothing else to talk about. Let's bring up the let's bring it up. The, the advertisement. Oh, nothing else is here. They bring it up again. Like. It's yeah, the NHL operated at a loss through the early stages of COVID. At least the owners took a big hit. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's no surprise that you are seeing these jerseys come out ads on the jerseys like yeah all of this is an attempt to recoup losses and like i said maybe maybe i'm i'm too optimistic in thinking that they won't just keep trying to put more and more ads to make more and more money but at the end of the day like i said i just i can't be surprised over this you know you look at something like that forbes uh most valuable franchises list that came out not a single nhl team is in the top 50 that's why yep. you're getting ads on the jerseys. Plain and simple. Like, yeah, obviously people who own NHL teams want a piece of the pie that the NFL and the NBA and Major League Baseball currently outright dominate compared to what NHL owners, and you know, especially if you only own an NHL team, what you typically end up getting. Yeah, like uh, the one thing that I definitely think about the calorie, the salary, calorie sap, salary cap, uh, uh, is we were playing uh, NBA 2K23. Well, you were playing it on stream. This is really back to your stuff, twitch.tv slash 2K24. Uh, and you were going through the eras and the amount of money that changes over for basically giving a guy like like 500K and it's like, that's a lot of money back then. It's like now mm. guys are getting played like 20 million a season or something like that. Dude, Within the span warmers. of like... Yeah, in the NBA make like freaking uh, Jordan yeah. Kyrie money. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. It is insane compared to like, and then like when you work when you play in the N versus when you play in the D League or the G League now, it's like it is like crumbs to like a full loaf of bread. Hmm. It's insane. So if there's any way they can make more money for the players to get paid what people think they should be getting paid, I'm all for it. 
I understand people's concern about it being a slippery slope. Uh, in terms of other jersey stuff, the Sharks officially, you know, again, unveiled their jerseys. How did you feel about them now that you got to see them, like, in an on-ice setting? The most controversial part, uh, the teal equipment, you know, with the gloves and the helmet, and the teal pants on the home jersey. How do you feel about that look for them? It looks very clean, uh, but I think it looks too... It's very clean, but it's very bland. At the same yeah. time, there's nothing really unique about it. It looks as if uh, we'll talk about NHL 23, but it looks as if that NHL 23 default jersey that that that's they use in some of the cutscenes, where it's black and the same thing. Like think yeah. of it, it looks like an Eshel jersey, but you unlock the Sharks logo to be able to put on it. Bada bing, right there. It's yeah. perfect. I think what they should do though, um, this is also on EA, but. I want them to bring back. Uh, remember, like the sharks had that shoulder patch where it was like half the fin was out of the water, kind of, and showed the horizon yes. in the background. I yeah. want that as a logo you can use in the game. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, secondary logos that we could end up using in the game. That would be really, really fun if they, uh, Ooh. if they let us do that. That would be great because oh, okay. a lot of NHL teams do have secondary logos. I, I'm not saying that's a thing, but wishful thinking. Um. And the Hurricanes unveiled that their alternate uniform for the year is going to be their original red jersey. So there was all the talk of, like, our owner doesn't like our uniform, but I guess it was just the, like, it wasn't the color. It was just so much the style of their home jersey. It's red fine. Is the new black? I, like, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. It's very so clean, that, though. It's it's like yes. they took that, it's, it looked they literally just did a palette swap on the old jersey and went, all right, this is kind of cool, which I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. It would be cool to see like the canes with like a, like a white out version of that where it's like white. And then like the red, like the accent colors, like a red or something like that. Like, I don't know. It seems more like a Eshel Jersey or something like that. Again, dude, I still always thought that their jerseys were decent. I think for most people though, it's those original hurricane jerseys. Like you're going from the whalers to that. Like, I think most people, that's kind of where they viewed it, but like, I think of that yeah. jersey, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Rod Brindamore in, you know, 2006. Sorry, Rod Wireless the fans for bringing it up, but... I thought <laughs> I thought um, when they announced, like, the, the person uh, modeling for it, I thought they would have put Rod in there instead. That would have been so perfect. Don't you dare put a shirt over Rod the Bod. <laughs> <laughs> and he rips the jersey. <laughs> Jesus. Um... This one goes out to Deke Slayer and all of our Arizona Coyotes friends and uh, fans of the show. The season ticket revenue for the Coyotes already up 50% at Arizona State. Uh, so much for the LOL. No one's going to buy tickets at those prices. And you notice how the goalposts just keep shifting as in this yeah. is terrible. It's terrible. Oh, no, this is terrible now. Coyotes fans, it's going well. You're winning. This is going to work out in the long run. People will always complain, but you're going to get that in new arena. I am confident that you are going to fill that new arena pretty damn consistently, and you are going to be able to dunk on everyone. It's like, oh, fucking hockey. Like, it's, I'm wait, I'm ready. I'm ready for it now, and I'm willing to wait a little bit longer. But, yeah, no, that's, that's going to be a fun time. Yeah. I'm, I want to see what they're going to do in terms of the in-arena appearance. Um, because what... um. Let me see, who was it? Uh, what uh, Ryerson University, a.k.a. Toronto Metropolitan University, 
uh, will do for events. Like they recently just had the uh, Toronto Defiant uh, COD esports team uh, have an event down over there. And they have a whole like thing on their billboard on the side showing all like former players like Morgan Mistelli, who was uh, Steelhead uh, with the Minnesota, Minnesota Steelheads or the OHL, a bunch of other players, in different sports and everything. They replace it all with different stuff and just take it off after. I wonder if they're going to have something like that as well, where, you know, before every game is going to get tear up and tear down uh, thing to do. They'll, they'll figure it out. They're an NHL organization yeah. in name. Uh, but yeah, they'll figure it out. I wasn't going to bring this next topic up because it's um, it's not so much a hockey story as it is the U.S. justice system's kind of fucked. Um, people might remember when Tampa was playing New York in the Eastern Conference final that there was that video of a Rangers fan sucker punching a guy in a Lightning jersey after oh my the God. game. The Lightning won that game 3-1 on June 9th. Um, the Rangers fan was arrested and has pled guilty to a single charge of third-degree assault. No jail what's time. The th- what's the third degree? <laughs> what, what is third degree? <laughs> Let's see. The definition of third-degree assault. Uh, let's see. Third-degree assault. Reckless infliction of fear of serious injury or recklessly causing a fear of injury through the use of a deadly weapon. Assault in the third degree is typically the least serious form of assault. Of the three categories of assault, third degree requires the least amount of intentional conduct. A conviction of third degree assault means the defendant will receive the least punishment for an assault charge. Boo. That's at least you fucking assault, you, you fucking hit a guy because your team lost a hockey game. You he knocked him out. management. 200 hours of community service and a full order of protection to keep him away from the victim. I hate my country. Yeah. Where's he he from? Uh, Staten Island. Of course he's from fucking Staten Island. (laughs) Pete Davidson, fuck your life. Oh, God. (laughs) Bing bong. (laughs) So I just, I had to bring this up because at least in the U.S., if, if you're Matt... It, it's worth keeping in mind if you're going to be on the road, you're going to a, a game in enemy territory, just be careful because someone can hit you and not go to jail for it. Yeah. USA, baby. Yeah. Land USA. of the free. Holy fuck. Country. <laughs> <laughs> Land of the but, free, baby. Land of the free. Land of the free to punch a guy because my sports team is losing. Fucking yeah. Christ. Holy shit! I we just have... I just thought of the the, the Stan Mar- uh, Ryan Marsh is a I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> Fucking Randy! Oh god! Yeah, I uh, oof! I don't even know. I did have some fun stuff just to mention uh, in the aftermath of this. Rick Westhead mentioned today on Twitter that Kyle Beach has taken up an assistant coaching role with Trinity Western University's men's team in Langley, BC. Good for Kyle Beach. Who the hell is rooting for Kyle Beach? Um, The Seattle Kraken have promoted their analytics director, Alexandra Mandricki, I think, to assistant GM. So yet again, someone else getting a chance that they deserve that they might not have gotten up until recently. So again, good to see this happening. Mm -hmm. 
Nazem Kadri made a $1 million donation in support of the Ambulatory Surgical Center at uh, LHSC Canada. It'll be renamed the Nazem Kadri Surgical Center because Nazem Kadri is is the he's the guy. He's that dude. He just he just gave them his his playoff bonus. That's basically what it was. He's like, I don't need this. I just got paid. I just got I got see this million. I got like eight more of them over more. here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, mentioned Portland Pirates earlier. Nathan Gerby retires at the age of 35. Mm. He takes up a forward developmental coach role with the Nashville Predators. Oh, our short forwards King. are gonna be so good. They're gonna be so good. Oh, you know who's gonna work directly with Rocco Grimaldi, another Ooh. short king. That's gonna right. be so deadly. That's gonna be so entertaining to watch. I think he's still so with, with them. He sounded like a two year. Yeah. With Gerby, there's three things that come to mind. One, his time with the Portland Pirates for me. Two, pictures of him standing next to Zidane Chara or Tyler Myers, which are always three. hilarious. Three, hip checking Zidane Chara. <laughs> he hip checked a couple of people. His highlight reel is what I was going to say, because he would hip check people. Hilarious. And then Flyers fans, especially upon the announcement, were like, yeah, here's all the fucking sick highlight real goals he scored against us and there were numerous like these like there was a spinorama backhand that i saw there was a between the legs uh finish that there was a clip from like 2011 and i had already liked the video from like 11 years ago that was weird um <laughs> god short king nathan gerby oh solid man. solid career for someone i mean again listed height at five foot four on wikipedia uh yeah, five foot four on NHL.com as well. Yeah, five he was four. Like five, he was literally like five three. It was just lies. It's like how Mitch Marner's like five like six one or something like that. It's it's all lies. It's it's all lies. Also, update on my whole thing about Rocco Grimaldi. He's currently unsigned uh, after going seven games with the Preds, zero points, but having fifty two points in forty four games with the Milwaukee Admirals. So there's hope. There is hope. Uh, and the other uh, the other thing of note, actually two other things. The uh, first Latin American ice hockey game between Argentina and Colombia took place on NHL ice, or the first one on NHL ice, which happened uh, down in Florida, the Panthers rink. That was pretty damn Ooh. cool to see. Um, and speaking of Florida, per Sportsnet, the NHL is looking at ways to include alligators in the 2023 NHL All-Star Outdoor Event in Florida, per CCO Steve Meyer. Um, didn't we see how bad it was when we had to do the Vegas? What was it last year with Vegas and having to do like the basically NHL top shot on the uh, on the fountain and trying to flick stuff and like, what are you trying to do? Hey, look, hey, hey, he's, hey, Trevor, Trevor Zegers, uh, hit that uh, the the Zegers Michigan pass over this alligator, and then have uh. <laughs> Sonny Milano smacking in his mouth. Like, what? Are you going to put, like, is, are you going to have it so that way the nets are, like, crocodile mouths? Wait, that's too good of an idea. <laughs> it's the clown from Happy Gilmore, except it's an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> Someone hits the shot, he just spits it back out at him. <laughs> Matthew Kachuk gets in fight with animatronic uh, alligator at NHL All-Star <laughs> I can see the headline now. 
Oh, oh my, my god. god, it's too good. Let oh, that happen, it's too good. please. We need a Happy Gilmore remake with Matthew Kachuk. Let's. I can already see um Damn. someone uh, taking off their jersey. It's a Florida Everblades jersey. One of the best. I can already see someone doing business. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our final thing to talk about here, like I said, you know, there are a couple of things to kind of discuss and mention along the way. Maybe not too much to go seriously in depth with. It would have helped if uh, Sin was here a little bit to get that third opinion. But final thing to talk about. We know Sin wouldn't have had an opinion on this because he wasn't going to watch it. The NHL 23 (laughs) presentation trailer, the most recent trailer to drop. It dropped on Thursday your thoughts on this, I again on YouTube did one of the stereotypical, hey, here's me going through it, talking about everything type of things. And um, yeah, I do enjoy doing that. What are your thoughts on it? Obviously, there were some meme worthy moments um, showing <laughs> oh that God. when you win a Stanley Cup that, you know, you have the uh, the names put on the cup and in the original version of the trailer. Uh, they had Joe NHL <laughs> as a yeah. Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> oh my god! I I don't think I've laughed harder at a gameplay trailer in my entire life. So I live stream it over on Twitch. Yep, yada yada. Twitch.tv slash and then those blah 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 yada yada. But like it was it was comical because I was in hysterics and my chat was like, "Are you okay? Like, what's going on?" And like that, like I was like, "Okay, cool, whatever." And then every other screenshot I saw from a game changer was like the one without the Joe NHL. So I'm like, did they just give them like the like different screenshots to post because they know they fucked up? Or is it kind of like, a, oh, they won't notice. And then Grav was like, yeah, this is like from the clip itself. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, I mean pretty much the uh the the trailer i mean yeah outright like i'm not spilling the beans here other people basically already did the Mm -hmm. you know the trailer shows joe nhl but then yeah they updated the screenshot to put i think it was lilligren or matthews uh, in that spot instead of joe nhl which was (laughs) absolutely hilarious i think the best part about it is right before we started recording the podcast right now i was talking to him about it and just going over it and i said what they should have done to make it even funnier was like x out the name like the way they did for the actual cup with the x's on there so it'd be like wait who's that and you have to do the math on the numbers like oh that was joe nhl what did he do the legend joe nhl yeah (laughs) and i think i'm gonna start the the ea nhl family because now there's joe nhl and jordan nhl Mm-hmm. Uh, for people who knew about the tech test, um, you started with Jordan NHL and not Joe NHL, which I think is going to be a new thing because it's very, you know, it's equal, equality, yeah. whammy, respect whammy. Yeah. So I anything else that's... in the trailer you enjoy or what? Yeah, so we can just kind of go through what they revealed. Um, yeah. The Stanley Cup celebration has been altered. Um, as mm-hmm. I mentioned in the uh, the video, though, and it was pointed out on Reddit because they showed the cup celebration in Tampa and uh, people were looking up at the banners that the Lightning have in their home arena and they saw the Florida Panthers logo that they haven't had since like 2016-17. Oh my god. 
So that's a real Madden 22 banner and Madden 23 moment that seems to only happen to EA. Um, yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, but the ability, like, again, a lot of people were speculating of like, oh, will they go full, um, you know, will they go full NHL 2K10 and give you the ability to skate around with the cup? The answer to that is no. But it is the next best thing of being able to choose who gets the cup next, as opposed to here's my captain and he hands it off to my fourth liner who played two minutes a game. Like, thankfully, we don't have that. I think that mm-hmm. is a that's a pretty damn you know, strong and solid change. Yeah. One thing I did notice, too, uh, I'm going to be nitpicky. This is the only time I'm going to be nitpicky for the entire thing, because uh, just it just I'm not going to be that guy uh, that you're that guy. And I'm not I'm not I that, guy. that guy. I just. I just, uh, yeah, you are him. You are him. (laughs) Um, It's the, something I noticed was the confetti falling onto the ground into the ice was not staying on the ice. It was phasing through, which means that it is just a filter on the camera and they're tricking you. They're lying to you. It is fake confetti. (laughs) The confetti is a lie. No, a lot of people were like, were like, um, criticizing it's like well they they stopped using confetti for like years because it's like a tripping hazard when you're on the ice it's like yeah but it's a fucking video game right who cares like at the same time like you there's other stuff on here like we're talking about the other stuff in there too where you have fucking when you score a hat trick you can Uh have like things just pour over the sides like it's like a bastille and like it's you know it's, it's pompeii just flying over the ice in the rink just like, like <laughs> I saw him score a hat trick, and then you see like a little alien, like Ayla Mao things just flying over the, the, the glass, and I'm just yeah, laughing so, my ass off because it's so stupid. I love it. They showed, um, and again, this is in Create a Team. They said mainly for Ishul, but it's in the Create a Team hub, so I would imagine it would be for every mode. Uh, but when you score a hat trick, you can have hats be thrown onto the ice, alien plushies, okay. Yeah. Fish, which is funny. Um, <laughs> rats, which better be the custom. If you're Florida, if you play as the Florida Panthers, no matter who it is, that arena better be set to have them throw rats on the ice because that's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Um, then there's also roses or teddy bears, which, again, as I mentioned yeah. in my video, it's kind of cool to teddy bears because, again, like if you're the Hershey Bears or something or the mm-hmm. Calgary Hitmen. Like, that should be the default as well, because those two teams especially are known for, like, their teddy bear tosses. That's what I was going to say, too. I hope they they added something in to, like, one random game inside, like, your schedule in the AHL is teddy bear toss-up night, where it's the first goal that goes in, everyone just chucks them over. Like, I hope they program in something like that, so that way you can have, like, the realism and the fantasy aspect still as well. And then you can have, like, yeah. I don't know, space night, and then just the same thing happens. I hope it's not just three, three. I hope it's not just over like a hat trick or something. Uh, yeah. The one thing they did announce, uh, well, they went more in depth with was the uh, the crowd. Um, yes. And the crowd being a lot more loud and vibrant and cheering. A lot of people were criticizing it because the trailer, they the teaser they released had some audio from the crowd. Uh, you know what uh, was it? Colum- not Columbus with the Colorado lifting the cup up in Tampa. And people were like, well, you can't even hear the crowd. I'm like, you're in like the opposing arena. Like, it would probably right. be more vibrant if you're in your home arena kind of thing. 
yeah, from what I've seen of that, it is it is better in that regard. Um, okay. Like I said, it's I the comparison I made in my breakdown video was that it sounded like a goddamn morgue uh, <laughs> in NHL 22. <laughs> Uh, thankfully, uh, literally morgues, some morgues are probably louder. Um, existentialism, but it's just that thing <laughs> of, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it, it is better. Like the crowd noise in general is better and you'll notice okay. it throughout the game. Like, I don't think this is bullshit hype. Like they did hit the mark on this. Like first penalty called on you as the home team. Boo. Second team. The you know or second penalty they do get progressively louder. There are more chants. The crowd is in general way more lively in a in a you know in a sense. Um, in One a general question, too. With though, the go ahead before you go on to that, is the crowd louder in smaller arenas? That I don't know for sure because I haven't okay. seen. I haven't seen any footage from like the starter Eshel Arena. For example, like I'm trying to like I understand like in the starter East Arena it's fine, but like for example, the people say the loudest arena in the NHL is okay. the was it Bell MTS Center whatever it's called, which yeah. is like the Winnipeg Jets is like home arena, which yeah. just like the Coyotes had a bunch of controversy because oh it's a small arena like people aren't gonna be like people aren't gonna show up or it's not gonna be that great. Meanwhile, that bitch is the loudest thing ever. You go to AHL games and that shit's still loud. Mm. yeah yeah that i don't know for sure um they mentioned more of the like pregame presentations which includes the anthems coming back the um you know like the pregame kind of uh on-screen displays the the lovely glow sticks the thunder sticks that you can customize the color of for a creative team mm. or oh in initial which is a neat little touch um mm-hmm. i don't know for sure if the anthems are heard every game, um, I can't speak with certainty, but I do believe like it might be a thing where it's like a, kind of like a revolving door of intros where yeah. you're not going to get like the same type of intro every time. Um, yeah, kind of like um, kind of like how they currently do it with the um, sometimes you'll get like a regular intro or you'll get the one where it's all dark and everything. And like people are skating around, the lights are going around over the place kind of thing like that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, I I'm hoping we would actually get like the anthems every time type of thing. Like my ideal presentation would be, here's the intro. You see the, the, the effects going cut to Sabalski talking about a, this. And then there's the anthem and then, all right, puck drop. Like that would be nice. I don't know if that's what we're getting, though. Um, the on-screen displays are also customizable. Um, or the on-ice displays. Like the example they used, for whatever reason, it's like, you can put, like, a football field being projected onto the screen or a soccer oh, yeah. pitch. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. And someone put Pierre, like, McGuire with, like, the, the corn dog. <laughs> and eating the corn <laughs> dog. So like, can I do this? <laughs> Um, as well, too, the national anthems customizable for the teams. Um, the mm-hmm. nations that were shown off in the trailer: uh, Canada, Czechia, Denmark, Finland, Germany, Latvia, Slovakia, Sweden, Switzerland, and the United States. I laugh. No nations they, missing. Yeah, I laughed because uh, they said some of the biggest hockey nations in the world, and I'm like, "Suka Where the fuck are we?" <laughs> 
Yeah, I was, they I was are pissed. The, uh, they are the noto- noticeable uh, exception, certainly. I would have cried uh, laughing if they put Ukraine in instead. That would have been like the uh, biggest. Like, would have been. See, that's yeah. the type of like slam dunk that you know you got to be a little bit. I don't know. Maybe maybe they did think of it and they were told no. Let's not poke the bear here. But yeah, it would have been awesome. <laughs> like that would have been that would have been hilarious. Yeah, I mean that's what you know. If we were to play Eshel, which I'm gonna give it my you know an honest try this year, uh, but if we were to play Eshel, like oh yeah, that would be our that would be our intro anthem for sure. Oh you yeah. Know? Uh, so yeah, just some really cool touches. Like they mentioned, like some of the like oh we'll show like the leaderboards for goals. Like they have updated player faces. They had your favorite clip of Sarah Nurse <laughs> and Trevor Zegras. <laughs> Fucking you spin me right round. <laughs> So 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 what they did to show off the um the dynamic lighting interface, which I think still kind of looks a little bit like whatever. Um, obviously there's probably hopefully some tweaks to fix that up a little better. Is so they rotated the camera around a stationary. So what they did first was show like how detailed they are with the facial mapping, and basically how like in depth they were. We're like, oh, we're contouring the faces so it looks actually perfect, and like the yeah. faces look the best that they've probably ever been except for the whole like oh here's a picture of your guy and that's just his face and like yeah. you know they didn't move around like robots kind of thing and so to show up the dynamic lighting they grabbed cover athletes uh sarah nurse and trevor zegris stationary like basically t-posing in a way just looking deadpan straight yeah. into the camera as it spins around them like twice and then shows off them on the canal back in an arena and then another another arena like just to show the different lighting aspects that you'll have and then at one point the camera and the player model lock on and start spinning at the exact same time yeah and the only thing i could think of and i was cry laughing during the trailers watching this was me and you and you and me no matter how we touch it i was doing that i was just cry laughing i think there was a clip of me on twitter just fucking crying this was like I said before, this is the this is the hardest I've ever laughed at a trailer because of how silly it is. And we've talked before about the direction uh, that EA has taken since, you know, uh, I would say 18, 19, 2021 and certain gameplay styles and different ways they're appealing it. And this year, last year, they added someone on the team who worked on NHL Hits Pro and super mario strikers and all that and i'm seeing a lot of those aspects from the games that he worked on from like basically almost 20 years ago at this point come into Mm. the game now and it's very it's very interesting to say the least to see what direction they're going in terms of gameplay i don't i have no idea how i'm going to enjoy the gameplay but it looks like calling esports events this year is going to be either the greatest thing ever (laughs) Or it's going to be a complete nightmare, and I can't wait to see what rules you guys put in over at uh, Sports Gamer, or what you know, what other things like LG or any other leagues put in, in terms of like, okay, so like no, no aliens in your team, okay, like just leave it out. <laughs> Yo, what? They get you guys a hat? Oh yeah, I have a Sports Gamer hat. Oh my god, <laughs> Sports Gamer shirt and all the Sports Gamer merch. I gotta hit up Kino. Uh, I want. I wonder if I hit enough quotas to for Cass filled in to get a to get some merch from uh, from those guys. <laughs> Hopefully, um, I will say like with the player faces, 
I think one thing that could really help, because obviously a lot of people are like, oh, you never even see them anyway, because it's the gameplay. One thing that would help is if they changed the uh like the player picture model to what we have in NBA, where it's the it's the generated model of their face instead of the picture. That yeah. way you'd actually get to appreciate the effort they put into their faces a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, because now it's like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, Tom Brady and Madden looks great. When the fuck are you ever looking at his face? You know? What it would be cool is that if you could switch between the two. Like hit like what? I don't know. What button's not used when you're looking at stuff? Like select or whatever they call it now, the fucking options button. God damn it, I hate that. But uh yeah, like go through that button, hit that, and then see like what's going and see like different what they look like compared to what they have. Also, another thing, it's definitely presentation. They're probably gonna talk about this in like the next videos. Can we please finally have like those models? Like, like you're having a custom player, have that model in the front instead of just a blank canvas. So I don't know who the hell I'm looking at. Yeah, that would be nice too, wouldn't it? Yeah. And then, like, so I can see that, like, I don't know, Kirill Matumbo isn't like just like a black <laughs> Russian. And that's like very Come uncommon. Kirill. Yeah, Kirill that's Matumbo. That's the episode title Kirill Matumbo. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> what a beautiful <laughs> why I thought name. Tumbo is because I just watched a, a document, like a YouTube video, uh, where apparently the campaign Matumbo was notorious for walking into a um, walking to nightclubs and just standing and being like, "Who wants to sex Matumbo?" And girls would just go to him and just like they would sex the Matumbo and like. Okay, right? sex, sex the Matumbo is the episode. Sex the Matumbo. <laughs> uh, they also added in, thanks to uh, LA and Vegas, the chrome helmets and gloves. Numerous different options, by the way, oh in uh, like create a player and stuff like that, and for Eshel. So if you want a chromed out pink helmet, Terrio, um, yeah, you're gonna get your wish. So you know stuff like that, I'm okay with. Like it's not. Like, this horrifically unrealistic equipment, you know, like, they're still going to have their quote-unquote vanity items, like, here's our zombie gloves, Um, which is obviously far more unrealistic than whatever else, so the idea of, like, oh, yeah, chromed-out equipment, it's like, the NHL's kind of going in that direction anyway, so. Yeah. I I don't hate it. uh, I want, like, a matte black. I want matte black gloves. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the mirror advisors are back again. Shout oh, out to G20. Mm, shout wish. out G20. Hardest working, uh, nicest person. See, this is an example of thanks. Not even, not even being intrusive. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's the hardest working, nicest person. Hey, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then hey, there's Toogie and listen. Sin, and they're okay too, I guess. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, you, all you did was like bitch and moan about, hey, look, 2K10, you like? Huh? It worked though. Yeah, it worked. You, you, you look nag- at those shot block animations and the concept of stumble shots, and me bitching about two K ten has paid off. I have made my mark in the industry. Anyway, I continue. mean, but did you like repost in every single post, every single social media post by EA and by Clappy? Uh, no, just, I don't need like, social media. I got a direct line, baby. But he did it without <laughs> a direct line, though. He did. He did. Yeah, I appreciate I, th- him for it. <laughs> it looks so goofy like Paulina was looking at it too she's like this looks so stupid I'm like listen 
we fought hard. We we, we didn't really fight hard. He just kind of like respect was our fight. <laughs> yeah, respect my authority. Respect our fight for this. Uh, they added mm-hmm. in more player faces too, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Um, so you know, if you're not if you're not a white person like me, you'll have more than two faces to pick between. So that's pretty dope, now, isn't it? You know, it's great. My reaction to it was. Yeah, is uh, Clappy's like treading his words very lightly. We added more cultural diverse. We had more like diverse faces of people in the game. I'm like, they added black people. <laughs> We're in the game. <laughs> Basically, yeah, that's that's pretty I much. Love it. You gotta be, you know, you gotta word those things very carefully. <laughs> yes, but yeah, you summed it up pretty well. If they said melanin is melanin, I would have fucking <laughs> cried. I would have okay, absolutely. That's the <laughs> <laughs> melon melon <laughs> oh, oh man great Whew. so yeah that was the uh presentation trailer so how do you feel about that trailer in general first and foremost fucking greatest comedy show i've seen so far of the year uh no i generally do like it because i was skeptical a few hours beforehand on some of the direction choices on what's going on like i already talked about that and i feel very how do i say it i feel like this is the bare minimum of what we should expect given you know everyone keeps comparing 14 15 legacy like that kind of scenario we had stuff like this in the game but not to like our own customization we couldn't customize it yeah Uh, it's good to have that stuff back in the game i I'm skeptical about gameplay, obviously, because, you know, we had our experiences with the tech test. Uh, But just on a pure gameplay and features that we have and what we've seen so far, I'm very excited for the game. What about yourself? I'm still generally optimistic. I am still worried about some of the things franchise mode wise, if they're not fixed in regards to how the AI build and manage their teams. Like you watch me play franchise mode enough this past year, the idea of uh, just frankly, how bad the AI would manage their teams. Like AI Mm coach is not giving a fuck about what player positions are. My argument has always been like, basically the coaching system is not fleshed out enough to make it worth it. Like Mm -hmm. if you want the idea of a coach, like, Coaches need to have priorities. You need to know if your coach is going to prioritize just the best possible players, no matter what, if they're going to prioritize line chemistry, if they have a bias, like there is an NBA for young players versus old players, Mm -hmm. you need to have that. You need to have them build the team more strictly around positions. If you're not going to do that, the other idea that I have flat out proposed to them, I will tell you this right now is okay. If coaches aren't going to care about player positions, then you need to have a system where a player can develop a new position. Because, yes, that does happen where someone will be like, fuck it. John, you're playing left wing tonight. Coach, I don't really know how to play left wing. Try. You're going to learn today. And then you have a system, too, where that player is more receptive or less receptive to the idea of playing a new position. Like, Mm -hmm. you can just further flesh this out as to where me... I don't need to put in all the work to make sure player positions are proper only for the game to not give a fuck, you know? Right. Like that's, that's where my biggest issue is right now is I put in all the effort I do with roster editing and, and roster sharing now, 
And then, you know, to see the AI set up a team, third line, left wing is at center, and a center left wing is at left wing. And the the guy who has center has 85 face-offs, and the left wing only has a 62, but it's still playing him at center. And there's no reason for it. It's not like they get a plus one on the line cam for it. It's stuff like that that drives me crazy. Like My frustration with that is the primary reason as to why I burned out on NHL 22 and haven't done anything for NHL 22 for a couple of weeks now, if not close to a month. So that's, that's my big issue is I yeah. just think, you know, and they're going to have a franchise mode reveal and I'm intrigued to see what they show off there, but it's that idea of you just need to flesh out these systems just a little bit more. And it can be the second best franchise mode out there right now. I don't think it is. I thought it was once upon a time, but I think Madden has stepped up their game a little bit. Um, not that Madden's franchise is great compared to what it used to be back in the day, but it's just that idea of, I know the people behind NHL franchise care. I don't know if it's a, an issue of time or resources or what, but they the systems they have need to be more fleshed out and further developed to really have them be as good as they need to be um which again right now i just i don't think they're fully hitting the mark yeah that's fair you know what's funny about this whole thing i asked you a different entire question i asked you based on what based on what is publicly available essentially yeah. how do you feel without using your knowledge as a game changer and whatever access you may have to certain things because i'm not a, we're not idiots um how do you feel about the state of nhl 23 yeah. That was the question I had. And I went into my concerns as opposed to my optimism. And it's that's which, perfectly fine, though. You're, which is you're a me still, thing. Yeah, it's fine. Like, I've been beaten down by this franchise in some regards. So, you know, it's yeah, going to take like a little the, bit. Reminds I you the gif of you squatting with the, the getting kicked in the dick. Just, that's just you <laughs> squatting right there. I'll put it up on screen for people for people who are watching right now. Just the the guy getting kicked in the dick and the guy just like like sucking it in. Bad use of words, <laughs> but like I think you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm more optimistic for the game in a gameplay sense than I yeah. thought I would be. I think we could have some fun with Ishul. Um, I don't think I'll play Ultimate Team anytime soon. Uh, maybe I will. Who knows? Maybe it won't actually be that bad, or at the very least, Endo will get to edit more rage compilations for me. Um, I'm more yeah, so optimistic whatever... than I thought. It, than I thought, but to me, it's just it's those little things that are going to make or break the game. Especially knowing that so much of the time and effort this year went towards crossplay, as you know, as opposed to other big features. So that's just kind of where I'm at. Is mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the same spot I've been every year, which is the term cautious optimism. That's where that comes in. And I've been let down a little bit in in that regard Mm -hmm. a couple of times now, maybe a lot of times. So, yeah, although I did hear about that cross plays thing is that the the whole situation with that was obviously I don't know. This is from like whatever I've read is that a, a whole different studio was working on that. Apparently. Like not EA that Vancouver. I don't know the details. Yeah, something it. about like the studio in like Ukraine. So it's like, then again, the whole world event. So that might be an issue there as well. So with that, 
NHL 23. I think we'll uh, continue to talk about it as, you know, more news comes out. I forget when their next uh, their next deep dive is on whatever. I kind of forget what the roadmap is, but I'm sure we'll talk about it uh, on Twitch here. I'll talk about it on YouTube and video form, but <sighs> I, I just hate to use the term cautious optimism again because it, it seems to end up in the same spot every year, but we'll see. We'll see. Endo, as we bring the show to a close, what do you got going on, Budsky? Uh, nothing much. Uh, <clears throat> I forgot to mention top of the show. I won our facilities for hockey. Uh, facilities is like you know our grand championship. We're the C level division, which is the highest one in our organi- in our organization for summer. Uh, we won the top thing, and I took a sip out of the good old ASHL Cup. Uh, I might have tetanus. I might not. But uh, yeah, and it will explain the, the thumbnail of the of the you know the the video for today. Yeah, uh, you can catch me uh, twitch.tv slash Endo Mills. I'm live streaming every weekday between twelve to two. It's kind of when I'm gonna get, kind of gonna start uh, changing up the times a little bit because I have like this whole office space, and I just I don't know. I feel motivated to work again. So that's me. Endo Mills DDR experience coming soon. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I was thinking of getting a VR set up in here because there's like, there's, I'm going to zoom the camera out here. Oh, that's the other way. There is like so much room for visual listeners. I moved my rooms over. Uh, if you were a fan of me from last year, which you probably weren't, um, this is, this is the room where we had the iconic piney fart when we played, uh, outriders. <laughs> Jesus. And this is also the room where I had my 24 hour live stream and I was begging my lovely, uh, lady uh, if we could switch rooms back uh, and we did and now I have this giant space it's really echoey so yeah that's that's me fair enough you can uh, of course follow Endo on Twitter Twitch Endo Mills as always I am everywhere at Toogie24 still streaming a lot of Madden and NBA 2K23 which NBA right now lining up to be the sports game of the year unless FIFA really uh, really brings the heat or NHL figures stuff out. I mean, we'll see. But NBA 2K23 is absolutely outrageous. Um, and again, there's uh, a lot of content up on my my second channel, TWO GIE24, because you see it, it's, it's Toogie 2. Uh, that's where you can find all my Madden NBA stuff. Beat I thought of that one. Too. You got to give me that. I thought of that one. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> good time we'll be back next week hopefully sin will uh escape the sounds of hell a fresh reminder of what that was (laughs) it sounds like fbi open up clip (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say the hills are alive with the sound of music (laughs) we'll see you next week everybody thanks for watching thanks for listening goodbye